As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Chasing Fruit Loops. This is an online sensation running out of Bobby Lacerra's Paradise Studios in Massapequa. I'm Princess Jerry Cannoli, and my special guest tonight is Manny Arias Tugboat. And let me give you a big hug again, number two. <laughs> oh, this is the best part about this yeah. show, being there, yeah, getting two hugs. Whoop, whoop, whoop. All right, so uh, let's go right back to the beginning. How'd you get into the field? All right, well, I've always been a goofy you know, happy, jolly person, and or ever since I was a little kid. But I was always shy around my family. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, well, that's it because they always ruled you. That's why. Yeah. So like, I remember when I went got out when I graduated Navy boot camp. One of the guys in the group was like, "Yo, Arias, show show your parents how you used to you know imitate us and stuff," and I was like. Can't do that in front I of mom froze. and dad. Can't do that in front of mom and dad. Right. But when I was out. You were a whole different I was, person. Like I would, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but, and then that turned into, okay, 2012 is when I lost my tugboat job as a deckhand. And I went to a comedy fundraiser at, in Bohemia at McGuire's Comedy Club. And Rich Walker, a comedian, was performing And he had me laughing so hard that, like, it, the, like the show, like he like looked at me, and, and like I think he even laughed. <laughs> But after the show, he told me he taught a comedy class, and I was at the lowest point in my life because I lost my job. I, you yeah. know, I physically hurt myself, and I was mentally with my mental issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was really, 
And so I said, let me take it. And I took a comedy class and they said, be, the more vulnerable you are, the better you'll be. So I tell people how I take Prozac. And I tell people how I take mental health meds. And so you, know, you have to, you have to. On stage, off of stage. So, hey, it works for some people. Some people it doesn't, you know? Exactly. So, so did you always want to be a comedian? I, you know... I think I always wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I think everybody wanted you know, to be on like, Saturday Night Live. Because I, but I, I think that was like the dream. But I remember watching comedy with my father, Benny Hill. Oh, God. Now, Benny Hill, I mean, come on. That was the most hilarious. My father used to laugh. He would lay, you know, because you had the TVs that you had to turn the knob, mm -hmm. you know. So he would lay there in Benny Hill, and I would laugh at my father, laughing at Benny Hill. Yeah. And then ben, half, these girls half naked, running, hit, chasing him, running around. Yeah. And then that, the, the, the you know. The little bald guy. I mean, those, <laughs> that was so much fun. And they're still great. Yeah. And I, I follow him on his social media stuff, even though he's not here. But, you know, so that, you know, I, I, I just love it. And, and I always imitated people. Yeah. And, you know, maybe if I imitated famous people and it got good, I could be somebody. I don't know. You never know we'll where say. it goes. Yeah. So where do you come up with your material? Oh, it's, it's, it's all my own material. It, Stuff pop into your head or you see something and then you wing it? N well, no, because, for example, like the, the class that, uh, that I took, they, they sent you home with a question, like, write down, like, ten likes and... 10 dislikes so you know about yourself what do you like what do you what do you dislike so I got up on stage and they're like all right Manny what tell us your first like and I was like I like Hellman's mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> so I say that <laughs> I say that on stage and everybody I just, just stops laughing because I think it's, yeah. really, it's so ridiculous it's funny you know what I mean so yeah, and, and it's great you know and so it's uh, you know so and then I talk about my mental health issues, dating, jobs. I talk about uh, miscellaneous things like a library. I talk about, you know, vol volunteering in the fire department. I talk about being a naval reservist that I was, you know. <laughs> I talk about teaching comedy to veterans, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's pretty, it's, it's cool. It's all, it's all, and it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like a slower pace. Like I, I go, at, you know, it's a slower pace, and it's like a one-two punch. Right. You know, so I'm like a boom, boom, boom. You know. Okay. So besides Benny Hill, what makes you laugh? Oh, what makes me? I remember Jim Carrey uh, imitated the flag, the American flag, one time. <laughs> That guy is out of control. <laughs> that guy is out of control. I tried. Him and Adam, Adam Sandler. Oh, my yeah. God. I love Adam Sandler. They're all, they're all, so many people are so good, you know. But I, you know, I always, like, there's so many, good, you know, like, but I love Will Ferrell. You know, you know Talladega Nights. Yes. Ah! But he, he doesn't do stand-up comedy. No. But his improv, his acting and improv is like, like, when I perform, I do it with a straight face. I don't laugh or anything. So, like, I would love to do improv with him and see who could break who first. But, you know, <laughs> chances are he would win, you of know? Of course. <laughs> but, you never uh, know. And I like Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. 
you he know? He was funny. He yeah. was funny, too. Uh, what are some of your most memorable moments? Oh, graduating boot camp in the Navy. Yeah? Yeah, I remember the night before, that was, the, I, you know, I remember, I remember going to boot camp. The recruiter picked up four of us, and then the recruiter had to turn around and drive two people home. Oh, wow. Because they were too fat. <laughs> they were... <laughs> My, my, listen, listen, we went, we went, we picked You're up. You're killing me. We You're picked up, me. we picked up my friend, we picked up my friend Lance and his mom was in the wheelchair. It's like 5 a.m. and she's waving the flag. She's like, go Navy. And his family's all, like, I left. My mom's like, goodbye, man. You know, like, yeah. it was no like, hey, ba, ba, ba. Every house we went, off. every house we went to, everybody was up. And then when we went to my friend Ronnie's house, his He's mother, his mother was like, "Take care of my baby, take care of my baby." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And she's on his desk, and his father like, "Listen, Nancy, let him go. Just let her, you know." <laughs> so anyway, the four of us we get there. And they, they have about 100, 200, 400, everybody standing in their underwear like this. And they got like the fat room over there. <laughs> and the only people in the fat room were the three other people I came with. Oh, my two friends up. and the other guy. Yeah. So, and they're, <laughs> they're, my friends are going like this. <laughs> and I'm like, my heart's going, I'm like, I'm going by myself. I'm going by myself. So my my one friend Brian he he came back, but Ronnie I heard the story Ronnie walked back into his mother's house and she was making sauce and she was like, oh, my baby what happened? He's 19 years old. And they didn't accept him because he was, <laughs> he was too fat. He was taking X lax a week before. <laughs> You know, that doesn't work. <laughs> now, this You're guy, killing me. But this, is, but this is a true story. <laughs> and now, Ronnie is a very funny guy. He's, he could be a comedian. I mean, he was like the class clown, you know? I was just a clown. Oh, but it's true. You're killing me. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great. How do you deal with hecklers? Oh, yeah, well, you know, I, well, for, I put my, you got to put yourself in an uncomfortable environment in order to be comfortable, right? That's, you know, but are you willing to do it? So, for example, I perform at music venues, like I told you. Right. At music, I prefer, if there is a comedy open mic or a music open mic in the same time, I'm going to the music open mic. The comedy open mic, the comics sit there like this. And they don't laugh, they don't clap, no nothing. Like every, all the, I, listen, every, everyone talks about how everyone's all together in comedy. Yeah. You know, Long Island comedy. It's no way. Everyone's like, hey, what can I do for myself? You know? So. <laughs> A lot of people are like that. And I'm like, holy cow. So I'm like, you know what? Dude? I go to the music venues. There's no, there's no competition. There's none of that stuff. So I get up on stage, and I, they let me do five minutes, you know, open up. In between up, the bands? In between the bands. Perfect. And nobody cares why I'm there. 
So you got to learn how to control a room. Mm -hmm. And if you control the room, you got to learn how to make them laugh. And I eventually, I remember one time I got off and I looked at my uh, clock and it said 25 minutes. And I was like, wow. I went from doing five minute spots 25. to 25 minutes, nice. you know? Congratulations. In, in, a, in, a, in a bar, you know? I'm not saying I could do 25 minutes like that, but, you know, like. Sometimes you just get it, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's one of the funniest jokes you ever heard? Oh, uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. He, <laughs> he said, my wife, she's so dumb, it takes her an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. <laughs> But he calling none in a wheelchair. What? Virgin Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I just posted that one today. All right, cool. Yeah. I uh, I go I go on to TikTok, and I mean TikTok is the most ridiculous app yeah. ever. But let me tell you some some of the funniest stuff is on there, and it's killer. It really is killer. Uh, anything embarrassing happened to you on stage? Uh, embarrassing? Oh, oh. I, you know, I'll tell you, one time, I mean, uh, there were two times. One, one time I went, you know, my cousin's friend, was pl he plays in a band. So they were like, hey, you, you can do comedy. I was like, all right. So it was like at a bar and it was like, when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The band playing and the band's rocking. The bar's on that side. Everything's rocking. They got like a private room. And all of a sudden, you know, it's going. Then they're like, all right, we're going to take a break. And now we're going to bring up uh, Mike's cousin, Tugboat Manny. Let's hear it. And I'm at like 15 minutes, you know, I'm performing, I'm doing my jokes. Again, it's not a comfortable room. Right. And then all of a sudden, my cousin's brother-in-law and his friend thought they would be funny and try to tackle me on stage. Tackle you? Yeah. Long story short. Somebody got hurt. So I, they came at me. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like. And I'm like, what? these people know me. Why would they do this to me? You know what I mean? Like, so the one guy, like the little guy, just he went, <laughs> he went, he went that way. And then the big dude, I got under him, and I used to play football. So and I just drove, and whop, boom, we I ended up on top of him. He's like, I'm just kidding. I go, oh, it's real yeah, joke. Well, you know that wasn't really. You funny. know, like I don't want. I was like embarrassed for. You know, like, why would you do that? You, you, you know, like, I, I just don't, I never got it, you know? So and what I, would you consider the perfect audience then? Ah, uh, the perfect audience? You know, the ones that throw money at you? No, no, I'll tell you what the perfect audience is. You know, I performed in a, in a, in a um, psychiatric unit once. In a, in a Northport psychiatric unit. And you know what it was like making those people laugh? I can't. You know I, what, I can't. You know what it was like telling those people that I'm on Prozac? <laughs> and they laughed? 
until I go, is anybody in here crazy like me? <laughs> and they laughed. That, the, no fame or money or anything will ever take that away. I got, well, I got off stage and someone came in and brought a picture to me and drew a picture of me while I was up on stage. Oh, wow. And it said, to Tugboat Manny, thanks for helping me get through another day of PTSD. I talked to him after the show. He broke down and cried. Aww. He tried to commit suicide three times. He lost 240-some-odd people in his group that he thought it was his fault. That is... Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I could, I could say, oh, I performed here or there, but that... You know what I mean? Yeah. In a psychiatric unit for veterans, you know, like... That is scary being I, there. I have his note next to my bed. I see it every day because that's, what, that's why I, I enjoy making people smile and laugh. Mm. I'm not chasing anything. What is the best thing about being a comedian? Uh, you know, I... And I just want to say, I'm on a comedy journey, you know. I've been on this journey since, you know, like I, I took a class in 2013, you know, and, and so, but the comedy journey's been eight years. But in real life, I've, I've been this person my whole life. So... You just needed a little... Not, well, not, it, not even that. Like, I just... I remember working in the radiology department, <clears throat> and I used to work with the radiologist. And I got called into the office by the director of radiology. I had no idea what he wanted. Eve goes, Jim would like to talk to you. And I go and I sit down, and he goes, you know, Manny, he goes, you have a gift. He goes, you can, every doctor sits and stands around, and you talk, and they all listen to you. You know, and that was like years ago, and he's like, and and he, and he's like, he's like, some, he's like, just, he's like, he, I, I get the chills thinking about it. How'd that make you feel? I, you know, coming from the boss of the department, like, you know, like, and I've heard that throughout my life, but it, you never really let it sink in until. Like it, a big wig, you know. Yeah, you know, like. I get it. You know, and I remember the, the working in the radiology reading room, that was a sitcom in itself. <laughs> I mean, we used to, I wrestled radiologists in the radiology reading room. I used to wrestle doctors. Like, we all used to exercise. We used to, like, right. all right, let's wrestle. They would, they would block the doors, and we would wrestle. In the radio, while people are waiting for their x-rays to read, you know, CAT scan, okay? All right. And you guys are fucking around. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> but I you said know, the first F-bomb. You know how much fun? But, and, like, I, we used to just have so much fun. And then there would be people, like, somebody came up to me and was like, oh, Manny, you can't do that one thing anymore because someone found it offensive. And that's when I was, I'm like, that's when I started finding out like not everybody likes what you do no but you still have to do what you want to do or whatever not i'm not saying you know go do something bad but continue doing what you do right and that's all i can say i've been this person my whole life 
It's just that I, I go on stage sometimes for a few minutes for the last eight, eight years or whatever it is since 2013. But I've been on stage my whole life. So this is, it's not like, it, I don't want to, it's, it's nothing new to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Even though it's, it's just a different part of the journey. Right. You know what I mean? All right. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. ALJ Service Center, 2100 Belmore Avenue in Belmore. Ray and the crew have an outstanding reputation in the Belmore community, built by hard work, honesty, and professionalism. ALJ specializes in computer diagnostics for today's modern automobiles. Whether it's domestic or foreign, ALJ assures your vehicle is at peak performance when it leaves. ALJ also offers expert restoration and repair on vehicles as well as antique, classic, and muscle cars. Call ALJ for your automotive needs. 516-409-4433. Once again, that number is 516-409-4433. This is Jerry Ann Casola. She has just finished working on a collection of short stories about the love and joy rescue animals can bring. Each chapter contains a message about how people should and could be kinder to animals. The book is rated G, meaning family friendly. To order Life in the Pits, send $13 to paypal.me slash My circus, not my monkey. Monkey see, monkey do, monkey see. Yeah, but I ain't you. Pit of Our Souls, a nonprofit animal rescue that deals primarily with pit bulls but will never turn away any dog, no matter what breed or size. Their primary focus is not only to rescue and rehome those in need, but to educate and rehabilitate to prevent the cycle from continuing. Pit of Our Souls offers boarding, training, and as much assistance as possible to those in need. Call Pit of Our Souls, 516-308-6221, or check out their website, www.pitofoursoulsrescue.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back with Tugboat Manny. Yay. Yay. Did you guys miss us? <laughs> Here we we were again. here the whole time. Right? Is there anything that you won't joke about? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, obviously there's things, you know, like, you know, like a safe disaster happens, you know? Like, it's like, you know, I just, you know, like, I mean, for example, like, I mean, the the uh, what happened nine eleven I don't think there's anything funny no. about that no not at all you know so something I I hope that never happens again and pray that it, was it never happens very happen. scary day very scary so but there, uh, there's nothing you know I I just don't you know I I don't know I wouldn't you know <clears throat> during the pandemic some people people you know I I. I wrote some material during the pandemic, not a, not as much as I'd like to, but I wrote it down and I'm working it out on the stage and um, it's coming together, you know, but uh, I, I didn't, I'm not joking about people dying in, in the pandemic. Like South Park? South Park rags on everything, anything. Oh, I, really? I was like... There was a couple of episodes where I, I like my mouth hit the ground. Yeah. They were t they were ragging on breast cancer one time, and I was just like, Yeah, yeah. I was like, Whoa! I'm like, That's pretty creepy. I'll tell I'll tell you what what I do do. I I do it without cursing, I do it without vulgarity and profanity. I do a little in you you know in, you know uh, innuendos, but if there's children around, I just don't do those few in, innuendos. Right. You know, like the other day, I just did a uh, 20 minutes in the living room in Oyster Bay, and it was all clean. Oh, wow. You know, so it was pretty cool in front of a, just like this, a room like this, right. couches, chairs, and, I mean, but there was people there, not, you know. You know. <laughs> well, there could be people there, you Yeah, know. you, you could see I'm ghosts? a big, you see I'm a big draw to the show, you It's know? awesome, I mean, check it out. One, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But there was, there was literally 20 people, 10 of them were 70 and over and couldn't hear, you know. <laughs> So there was like three people laughing there, and I'm like, wow, I'm looking at the timer. I said, five minutes, okay, got 15 minutes left. Okay, 10 minutes, I got 10 minutes left. Okay, five minutes. But the, here I am, I'm like, I really, I listened to the set after, and I had a good set. Good. Not bad for a living room in front of, you know, like, you got to put yourself in these spots, you know? Yeah, something out of the norm, you know, you not know, just being on a stage. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, I guess you do crack jokes on your off time? Uh, yeah, I'm like goof, you know, like, I'll go into places and, uh, <laughs> uh -oh. you know, like, for example, I'll see, like, things. Like, one time I walked in the, uh, the open mic at the Velvet Lounge in Stony Brook, or Setauket, and, uh, I signed up for the open, for the, uh, the music open mic, and I got on, 
and, they, and I said, all right, let me go across the parking lot to the subway. And on the door, as I opened the door, it said, pardon us, but our toaster oven is down. And I opened the door, and the guys behind the counter looked at me, and I said, I'm the toaster guy. <laughs> and they pulled me behind the counter, and I started asking questions and looking at the toaster like I, I knew what I was doing. Remember, uh, I love Will Ferrell, you know? Like, I just, uh, I said, I'm like, have you, did you unplug it? They're like, oh, yeah. We must have did it like 10 times. Plug it in, plug it out, do this, that. And then hitting the buttons, do this, and it does this. And I said, all right. I said, do me a favor. I said, just, just get a picture of me in front of the toaster. And I'm like this. <laughs> and I said, I said, listen, I'm not the toaster guy. <laughs> And the one kid dropped the mat, mop. He couldn't stop laughing. He ran to the back of the subway. And the other kid was just like, like he got had. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, you know, so I went behind the, you know, and then, like, I, yeah, so I, I go into places. Here we go. I go into places, and I'll be, you know, like, I'll pretend, I'm online, and I'll pretend I'm on the phone, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, she's got blonde hair. She's wearing a black tank top. She's right next to me, yes. Yeah, she ordered the chicken salad. And all of a sudden, people start looking at me. <laughs> and then they'll be like, it's 3.35. And I'm like, yeah, for some reason, it costs $3.35. <laughs> and I do that with people. And some, some people are like, yo, man. <laughs> like one dude, I did it to one dude. He was talking chop. You know how at the register people talk to each other. Oh yeah. You know, there's some people like right. So this one, these one people were talking. So I started imitating both of them talking. And then the one guy goes, the one guy says, he goes, "Oh, you do comedy, yeah." He's like, "Are you so and so?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm so and so." I meanwhile, I wasn't even that person, you know. And then the other guy goes, oh, yeah, you do. He goes, I saw you on a show. He goes, he goes, I just saw you. You're funny, you know. I was like, tell them how funny I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my good Lord. So I, so I, you know, like, I was just telling them, you know. I mean, I just, I'm goof. I always, like, my, my uncle that recently passed away, him and I, like, I, I the humor train, you know, like, the choo-choo, it's always running, you know. <laughs> You know, there's no reason why to turn it off. Has anybody ever harshly criticized you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> and he's laughing. Yeah, I did it. I did a comedy contest. I did a few of them, right? And I did this one contest, and uh, and uh, and after the contest, they, did, I didn't get picked. I never <laughs> won any contest. <laughs> so any. So anyway, people walking out, they're like, hey, you know, I, I thought you, you know, I thought you, I thought, and I started hearing it quite more, you know, like, hey, I don't know why they didn't, I'm like, so I go, I'm like, I go back in the room, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, they're telling me, they're like, well, they don't know why they didn't pick me. I didn't know the guy was the judge. <laughs> and he didn't vote for me. <laughs> and he flipped out and had a whole podcast and talked about me and rapped me out and whatever it was oh and so I, I'm like and then he's like he's like just putting me down. So I sent him a message. Long story short, the club called me back for they called all the misfits. 
you know, the ones that were good or whatever or whatever. Who, I don't even know, but I was with a bunch of misfits. Okay. So they put me up first again, right? They put, no, they put me up first. I go out. I have a blast. Uh-huh. Now they call out the winners. We're all standing on stage. <laughs> they didn't call me. <laughs> again? They didn't call me again. And there were people pointing. <laughs> there were people pointing to me from the audience. Why didn't he get caught? <laughs> and their owners are looking. <laughs> oh my god! And the audience participation is supposed to be audience. It's all bogus. You know what oh, I mean? Oh good god! And he told me. He goes, listen. He goes, the last one. You, uh, you, you weren't. You weren't. You weren't there. So. Uh, you Hi, know, John. <laughs> he goes, he goes, the last one, you know, you, you, the audience thought you should have been there, but then we didn't. But this one, the audience picked you, and now we didn't. I'm like, and I, he's telling me this as people are leaving, like, why didn't you get picked? In front of the owner, they're saying. Wow. So here's this guy, you know what? I just, I'm just keeping being myself. That's what you got to uh, do. So it just adds a little fuel to the fire. And that was from a comedy club owner. Wow. He's like, ah, your material's up. Uh, okay. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> he goes. Your club is okay. He, got, he goes, you know, and I'm just your like. Your pizza oven's okay. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? What are you, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, so. Yeah, and you know what? I'm, I, you, listen, people that perform in clubs, good for them. That's great. You get you get more opportunity and stuff, but I'm proof that you don't need a comedy club to do comedy. Yeah, really. You know. Just go your nearest subway. You, yeah, go near. Go, <laughs> yeah, you could you, you could perform comedy anywhere. And I just did a living room. <laughs> and you know what? I'm happy. I don't need to be somewhere and to say that I'm there in order to be like, oh, that's me. You don't need to puff your feathers. I'm me right here, right now. You know what I mean? Let's take another quick commercial break. We'll be right back. ALJ Service Center, 2100 Belmore Avenue in Belmore. Ray and the crew have an outstanding reputation in the Belmore community, built by hard work, honesty, and professionalism. ALJ specializes in computer diagnostics for today's modern automobiles. Whether it's domestic or foreign, ALJ assures your vehicle is at peak performance when it leaves. ALJ also offers expert restoration and repair on vehicles as well as antique, classic, and muscle cars. Call ALJ for your automotive needs, 516-409-4433. Once again, that number is 516-409-4433. This is Jerry Ann Casola. She has just finished working on a collection of short stories about the love and joy rescue animals can bring. Each chapter contains a message about how people should and could be kinder to animals. The book is rated G, meaning family friendly. 
to order Life in the Pits, send $13 to paypal.me slash Casola. Circus, not my monkey. Monkey see, monkey do, monkey see. Yeah, but I ain't you. Pit of Our Souls, a nonprofit animal rescue that deals primarily with pit bulls but will never turn away any dog, no matter what breed or size. Their primary focus is not only to rescue and rehome those in need, but to educate and rehabilitate to prevent the cycle from continuing. Pit of Our Souls offers boarding, training, and as much assistance as possible to those in need. Call Pit of Our Souls, 516-308-6221, or check out their website, www.pitofoursoulsrescue.com. And we're back with Tugboat Manny. Hello. Hello. Hello again. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. hello again. <laughs> Don't start me off. We're going <laughs> to yeah. just start laughing for no reason. All right. Um, what do you do if the audience doesn't laugh at you? Oh, I don't. Throw stuff at them? I, I don't do anything because they never laugh. No. I, well, I just, you know, the whole idea is to make them laugh and you have to be ready if if you think that they should laugh and they don't laugh you should just move on to the next joke right and see you what should happens. not try to make them laugh like you, you know like you you can't i don't think you should force comedy okay. you know what i mean like i don't think you should force it just you know like i i mean i'm learning i'm still learning but don't force it upon them. Like, oh, you should laugh at that. Like, that's it's funny. You know you should, you know, like. Oh, I the, would not be good. The audience. I'd be like, why aren't you laughing? Yeah, you can't. You, you, you <laughs> have to have an act. You have to have an act. You have to go up there. You know, like people. a radio show. I don't need an act. I remember people were like, you know, like one time was like, oh, why, why is Cousin Manny doing it? How come Uncle Mike isn't doing it? He's funnier. You know, like somewhere in the backyard is has ten beers and they're telling stories. Ha ha ha! Now because they're all drunk. But go do that on stage in front of two, three hundred people, fifteen hundred people that aren't drinking. Right. Yeah. And do that for ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. Sure. You know. So. How, how about um, a favorite venue? You got a favorite venue? Well, I got to tell you, the Westbury Music Fair. Yeah. I um, well, I took the first comedy class that I ever took. And then I, about a month later, I went, I bought a ticket by myself to go see Kevin James perform there. And uh, I took a picture of the empty stage and um, I posted it up to Facebook and I said, one day. And then I stayed after, I watched the show and I stayed after and I saw Kevin outside. I said, I'd take comedy class. And then uh, I used to pretend that I was walking out of Westbury every time when I was uh, at home. 
and I was walking around and I would do my jokes and people thought I was crazy. <laughs> and I told them I was going to perform there. And I said, I'm gonna, I said, one day I'm going to get a late night spot too. And people always laugh and joke about me not getting it. But they've joked and laughed about me not getting Westbury. And I used to pretend I was doing it. And long story short, three years later, Bango. I performed at the Westbury Music Fair. And, and, and Kevin James was in my dressing room giving me advice. Oh, that is so cool. So, you know, like, it's just like, I, I don't manifest it. You, like, like I tell, yeah. like I tell you, what, what good, like, you know how many doors close on me? People tell me no. So, like I tell you before the show, what good could come out of this? That's what I try to think about things. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta twist it, you know. Yeah. Oh, I so that, I was that, ask that, that was so surreal, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I went there to see the guy that graduated from my high school perform, and then after three years later, literally, he was in the dressing room giving me advice. It was, it's just, I don't know how to explain it other than I actually lived it. I used to pretend I was doing it, and then I walked out on the stage, and it happened. Mm. And I still say I'm going to get that late night spot. Wow. Wow. Even if it's just one time. Do you get nervous at all? Of course. Yeah? Yep. How do you control that? You, you, well, you ever, get, you ever have to go on an airplane ride and you get nervous? I fly Air Xanax, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you, so you know that feel. Like, it's kind of like that but you ever play like a sporting event yeah. and you get excited like wanting to go into a football game or something you know what i mean like oh yeah like i was watching the space thing this morning the takeoff with yeah. Bezos. i was in tears in the gym right so you, so it's almost like you're you're so scared you want to run but you're so pumped up you're getting it's your turn to go into the game like when when i when i got offered the mohegan sun early on Oh! Yeah, I. Uh, that is so cool. The uh, the I with my mental health issues, the CEO of uh, the Association for Mental Health and Wellness said that he knows uh, the people at the Mohegan Sun. He goes, send me your video. So I sent the video, and then uh, the owner called me, and I went up there on a Wednesday, and the owner he goes, listen, he goes, I saw your video. You belong here. This is a pro open mic. We'll see how you do, though. And that was it. And they put me up first. Oh. And I w got off stage, and the owner came in the green room with the other comics. He goes, how do you feel? I go, I feel good. I felt like I was going into the f Super yeah. Bowl. He goes, I go, I want to go back up there. He goes, don't worry. You'll be going back up there. He goes, he goes, you did great in front of all the other comics. I was wow. the first one. And he goes outside. He goes, how many minutes can this guy do? And they started asking people who know me. Long story short, we we got to go back there with the veterans group oh. that I'm part of, and everybody got to experience that for themselves. Wow, that is amazing. Re that's a, that's a really good story. You know, Steve, <laughs> Steve Martin says, you know, I I I I try to live by it. Steve Martin says, "Be so good they can't ignore you." And and there's a video out there, and he explains it, and that's how I just want to pass that along. Am I the best? No. Am I the worst? No. But I'm just keeping going. You know, you are like, hilarious, though. Like, you are hilarious. You know, so be so good that they can't ignore you. And, 
You know, there's times when I perform that people are in tears, and there's times when I perform that I've seen people just like unhappy that I did good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but that, but you see them. You know what I mean? Of course. All right, we're just about at that time because. Left to Saves Lives comes up next. I yes. need to thank my sponsors. I would like to thank Russ and Joanne from the Hitman Blues Band. I need to thank uh, Ray from ALJ Service Center and Pit of Our Souls, the rescue group. I need to thank my guests. Yeah, thank you. You are awesome. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you are you. a sweetheart. Thank you for having me. I try to be, huh? I try to be sweet. It doesn't always work. And I have to thank my viewers. Well, I got to thank my producer first because he puts up with me. Love you, Bob. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Much respect to Bobby. Right? I, I love coming here. And like I said, when I first came in, this it's so comfortable. Yeah. It's just You know, like there's no, like, free, competition. Slow, no, you know, yep. it's just like. And I also have to thank my viewers because without my viewers, I don't have a show. Next week, I have Johnny Rizzo, so you guys tune in, and I'll oh, yeah. see you next week, toodles. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.